All right, what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Macabre Masters. Back after a long, beautiful winter break. And I'm here, of course, with my co-host, Noah C. Fisher and Original Nick. That's now, uh, how you guys doing? You guys having a good time? You have a good winter break? Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I can't complain, man. I, I always like chilling out, hanging with family, all that good stuff. Good to catch up. Good times. And uh, it's you guys might be curious to know that during the winter break, we actually avoided each other and acted like we didn't even know each other. <laughs> I crossed Nick on the street, and he looked the other way. He actually crossed to the other side like he was scared of me. Uh, I'm totally kidding. We live actually in completely different regions. So tonight is going to be real fun because we're actually talking about something really cool. We're going to do a two for you, for you guys, okay? Mm -hmm. And the subject is going to be dolls, okay? Mm -hmm. My favorite kind of dolls, the dolls with holes in them that you... Um, I'm sorry. I'm actually talking about the doll Annabelle. I'm getting a new a report um, from the uh, from the, uh, the head office, and they're saying that the different kind of doll. <laughs> uh, this just in. Says uh, you. The internet begs to differ. Um, with that said, we are going to be talking about two things. So the first one is going to be the movie Annabelle, and by extension, the Annabelle doll, which actually exists. And then mm -hmm. the second thing we're going to talk about is actually um, Anatoly Moskvin. Okay. Now, if you don't know his name, Anatoly Moskvin is the guy who a while back got in a little bit of trouble in Russia. He got just a little tiny bit in trouble um, because he, he committed a little tiny crime. And I think we mm -hmm. all can agree that it's just a small crime. Uh, he dug up the corpses of little girls and displayed them in his apartment. Uh, and dressed them up and mummified them. Uh, he and you know kept them. Uh, just you know, I mean, normal. I mean, that sounds like a normal Saturday, honestly. Just Russia <laughs> things. Just kidding. Yeah, I, I mean, Not I'd be surprised of all if, Russian people. It probably happened in Florida too, except the weather's so freaking humid and temperate <laughs> that it would just make it unbearable to have decomposing children corpses around you. But Good I guess point. in Russia it's really cold, so they can kind of yeah. get away with it a little now. Yeah. Um, Moskvin is a very interesting case study because there's, uh, while what I just said, obviously we're kind of making fun of it a little bit, but what I just said was actually fairly macabre and fairly, mm. uh, grim. The truth is, is that there's a lot of layers to it are very interesting. So we're going to get into that a little bit later, but I actually first want to start with talking about, um, Annabelle, uh, from the conjuring universe. Mm -hmm. Um, so I watched Annabelle. Nick, I believe you watched Annabelle. Yes, yes, I did. And Noah, I don't think watched Annabelle, but I think he did a little bit of research on the real life Annabelle. So no, we're gonna get to you last. But um, Nick, what did you think of uh, what did you think of the movie? Uh, well, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, I, the I had questions, and we talked about this before. Um, the we started recording, but so it, the whole premise is there is a doll and um this couple it's, it takes place in the 50s right it's like in the 50s no um, no no it's, no. it's in 1969 because 69 you're right you're right because the, charles manson's actually current news that's right that you're right i remember i brought that down actually charles manson was on the tv um <clears throat> so it like flashes it starts off with like a flash forward to when like the doll is already in the possession of someone else. So we know that's in circulation later on, but, um, 
I thought it was really interesting, and I couldn't figure out because it's this doll is possessed by either a demon or either the spirit of Annabelle Higgins, who uh, joined a, a quote satanic uh, cult uh, and got really into the occult and killed her parents, and then a drop of blood gets on the doll, and it's like she possessed the doll. But then later on, we see that like a demon is picking up the doll and doing strange stuff with it. So it, it left me with a lot more questions than it did answers. And um, I think what would have helped me is these are all based on real uh, cases done by that couple. I already forgot their names. I didn't write it down. Or no, I did. Um, the Warner. Yeah, thanks, my wife in the background. Uh, Ed and uh, Lorraine Warner. Um, Warren. 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 It's Warren. It's Warren. Yes, I see now. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think it was really interesting. I, I, I don't know how I felt about it. Because it came out 2014. Like, I was in high school still. And... Hmm. I don't know. I The only thing I wrote down was, like, absolutely everything that happened in the movie. And I don't <laughs> want to be the lore guy who just <laughs> copies down the whole movie like I've done before. But the main thing I got from it was I didn't understand if it was the doll, uh, uh, the doll was possessed by uh, a demon, or if it was by Annabelle Higgins. But it's, I guess it's suggested to be Annabelle Higgins. I think the number one thing, and we've talked about this before, is, Pope, do you think this would be, is it truly satanic? Because I don't think it is. From what we've studied on Satanism for Lorecast, I don't think it sounds very uh, satanic as we know it. Not Levain Satanism. A huge problem that I actually had with that movie um, is that I hate, like, as a person who studies the occult and cares about the occult, I hate movie depictions of the occult. Here's mm. how it always goes, guys. Somebody dies. There's a demon. There's some kind of sacrifice. So here's the deal. Sacrificing souls and other stuff to demons is not really common practice. Um, what use does a demon have for your fucking soul? Okay? Yeah, like, it's none. a demon. <laughs> okay, but seriously. It's more powerful even... than you. Okay, well, all right. Yeah, exactly. He, he's, you know, he or she already has got it going on. They don't need your little human soul. Um, now one thing I have heard that demons really crave is actually energy. Um, energy is apparently currency if you're dealing with, uh, these kind of ethereal beings. So that's cool. Mm. <clears throat> but the second thing is how the occult is depicted because it's always depicted the same. Here's, here's how it goes. Blah, 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 old books, blah, 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 picture of Baffin Matt, blah, 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 scary jump scares, blah, 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 more pictures of Baffin Matt. Blah, 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 symbology that doesn't make sense. Blah, blah, blah. This is really bad. Okay? And there was even in this movie, like, she was flipping through this old book that actually doesn't exist, by the way. Looked into it. Um, she was flipping through this old book, and there's Eliphas Levi's, Eliphas Levi's picture of Baphomet is one yeah. of the things. Yeah. And it's just, it's just like, guys, you can't throw Baphomet on everything and call it a cult. Like... Like, okay, so as much as I hate to talk about it, the movie Hereditary did it right. It was well-researched. It used real stuff, and they did it absolutely correct. It's one of the very few movies 
that actually, I think, maturely and honestly addressed such a difficult subject. Uh, with another one actually being, believe it or not, The Exorcist. Um, the Exorcist mm. is very interesting for that reason. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, in The Exorcist, uh, Linda Blair was possessed by Pazuzu, right? Was the demon? That sounds familiar. I've only seen The Exorcist one time. I think it was. Seen it. Um, and then later on, that demon, of course, became famous when it was on Futurama. Damn you, Pazuzu! Anyway, <laughs> my point being that um, that really fucking got to me. Because, like, look, guys, so I just, just as your friendly neighborhood demonologist, I'm just going to call myself that. I'm not an official demonologist, but I'm just going to call myself that for the purposes of this podcast. As your friendly neighborhood demonologist, I'm going to tell you something. There is, like, no chance that if you do not specifically summon a demon or you do not specifically do something to catch his attention, such as making funny videos about it and put it on YouTube... (laughs) Um, then you probably will not encounter a being like that. You have to get, you have to make yourself visible in order to be seen and then see in turn. Now, a lot of you out there are probably thinking, okay, well, Pope's fucking crazy, right? Demons don't exactly, they don't exist. Uh, I say that I don't know honestly whether they do or not, but what I do know is this, the depiction of demons specifically in that movie was absolutely inaccurate in every way humanly possible. And there's other stuff that, that you know, it's 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 based on a flimsy premise already. Yes, the doll exists. Yes, it's locked up in a glass uh, in a glass container in the uh, Warren's occult museum. But beyond that, nothing else in that movie really truly makes sense, you know? I think and um, the, or I don't know the whole story, but I think just what happened was they took a lot of artistic liberties. You know, I guess they could have said, did it say based on a true story? I don't think so, but I guess that's what they were I trying to not. go for was like, this is an actual case that uh, the Warrens worked the on. The Warrens did. Because the entire Conjuring mm-hmm. universe is based on the Warrens. Work. Yeah. But um, the interesting thing about the Warrens too is they are widely, widely, widely discredited. Um, even as a person who thinks that there's something to it. And I, I really, the idea of a haunted doll is not out of the realm of possibility in my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, even at that, like the amount of discrediting that the Warrens got, uh, for what they did, they're both dead now. Um, but the amount of discrediting Mm -hmm. I think is worth looking into and worth understanding. Hmm. Um, I had no idea about this. I, 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 it never even occurred to me, to be honest. Coming this what? summer, macabre well, monsters. <laughs> it never even occurred to me that like that the the Warrens were like I don't know that they're not necessarily legit. You know that what they were doing was was I don't know accurate and the Conjuring universe. What they what they it's, reported was accurate and all that. You know, or whether it was made up for for you know to sell their business that they had. You know. Cause I, I was it a business? Did they pay? Did they get paid to to investigate these these situations? Was there like I a believe monetary so. exchange? And then their yeah. occult museum also had a cost to get in thirteen dollars. Mm. Um, thirteen bucks in the seventies. Uh, to get into their occult museum, yeah. Damn. Woof. Um. So here's the thing, and uh, just another thing from your friendly neighborhood occult guy. 
generally speaking, now this is not true across all situations and is highly debatable in my opinion, but generally speaking, here's a good rule. If somebody has actual occult talents, such as they're psychic or they can do telepathy or um, things of that nature, I refuse to discount those things as impossible or believe that people can't do them. I've seen some crazy shit and I've done crazy shit. Mm -hmm. Okay. If those people actually exist, there's almost a 99% chance that they are not very public about it. And the reason is, is because we still have strains of our old historical beliefs that people who could do crazy stuff were witches and they should be burned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um, so most true people, in my opinion, that are actually talented, they are very low key. So when you got people like the Warrens, who I'm not dissing, I, you know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe they were very talented ghost hunters and the the fake news media decided to like slaughter them because they were occultists or whatever. <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. What I do know is this. It doesn't come off to me as real mm-hmm. at all. And the reason is because uh, it's the same thing with uh, take the uh, the exorcism of like the exorcism of like Emily Rose or whatever like movies like that. Mm-hmm. I think that like Occam's Razor applies when it comes to the occult. And so even if you believe in the stuff, even if you believe that demons exist, and even if you believe that people can be psychic and things of that nature, I think you should always pay attention to Occam's Razor. What does that mean you- exactly? Like a layman in layman's terms. I'm not Occam's Razor term, terminology. Occam's Razor states that um, the simplest explanation is usually the correct explanation. Gotcha. Um, and so uh, it's it's really useful when dealing with a lot of scenarios in your life. Cause like, say your friend blows you off to go like to go to a party, then you start making up all these reasons in your head. But you can really yeah. use Occam's Razor, which is probably he just wanted to go to a party. Yeah. Right? Simple. Mm. So um, in in the situation with the Warrens, if we apply Occam's razor, the easiest, most simple, most comprehensible solution is that they were frauds. Mm. And um, it also applies, like I said, to things like exorcisms. Because when you go in there and you're dealing with somebody who is in pain and they've got all these situations and they're scared, and you notice that exorcisms are never performed on atheists. They're always performed on, like, devout Christians. Yeah. And... Occam's razor states that it's probably a mental illness. It's probably a mental issue mm-hmm. and it's probably some kind of placebo. If yeah. you grow up oh, your yeah. entire life being told that if you like, just as an example, if you like masturbate that you're, um, and I'm sorry to be so crass on here, but if you do that, that you're going to go to hell and demons are going to possess you and you're going to go blind and you're told that your entire life, that does have a psychological impact. And if you get older and then you find that, you know, you're a human and you have things that you need to take care of, that guilt can make your brain do crazy, crazy things. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's not to discount every issue of possession in history. I don't think that's the case. But I do think that a priest walking into a room, seeing a, you know, it's usually young girls, right? Seeing one of them and being like, oh, it's a demon without any further investigation is just obnoxious, incorrect, wrong, misleading, and they're a fraud. Mm. Um, and uh, I think there's a good chance that the Warrens were also frauds as well, although I never met them and I'm not sure. Hmm. I think that's something that I'd be scared about. And it happened in an episode of 
Uh, there's a, a British TV show that aired on, I think it's E4, uh, but it's called Misfits. And uh, in the show, they get magical, or not magical, they get superpowers um, based on, there's like a storm that rolls through, uh, and a bunch of misfits get superpowers. And in one of the episodes, uh, a guy uh, all of a sudden claims to be the second coming of Jesus. And in the superstorm, in the superstorm, he got the ability to walk on water. So he's been going around saying, you know, I'm Jesus, I'm Jesus, uh, following people are like, throw money at him. And I think that'd be something that I'd be scared of is um, if someone deeply has these powers of the occult, I think they could either be um, deeply, you know, hidden about it, or maybe they could even like go the other way. I think if someone has that much power, they might want to show it off. Mm -hmm. But then again, that might come down to that might, even if it is real, it might look fraud uh, to us as skeptics because we've gone through a lot of stuff and we're more discerning nowadays. I mean, that's why you don't really see serial killers anymore because kids don't answer the door like 70s used to. So I think that'd be something that I'd be scared of is that if someone did have these uh, powers of the occult that they'd either be super hidden or way super out there. Mm. And I well, guess that might be what the Warrens did is not they're not a cult, but occult hunters. Well, they were they were like ghost hunters in a way. Like they were, yeah, they were deeply knowledgeable about the occult. Um, in order mm. to be a halfway competent person in their position, you had to be. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. but they were kind of like ghost hunters. So that's what they do, man. They like go to houses and like declare a haunted, and it's like, okay, but okay, like. I don't. I don't know. I just. I just. I don't. I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm the same person who does divination with the I Ching, so I can't talk too much shit. I can read you. I can do your tarot reading right now. Like, I. I don't know. It's difficult. But I the mean, difference like, is, is I don't represent it as the absolute truth. I say, hey, this might. I also cards. don't have people pay you to do it. It's true. Never been paid for it. Um, like, like assuming that the Warrens, like, if. If if we just like assume that the Warrens weren't frauds, like how legitimate do you think this Annabelle like story is? You know, like how e granted that the people who are like claiming, because I mean, I don't know what the Warrens claimed about it, but I'm guessing that there are a lot of claims uh, from the people who, you know, were in possession of the doll prior to them. Like, does it even seem believable? Like in the movie, do you think it's portrayed as like something that is? Like, are, is it, are they skeptical of it, you know, or do they just like, yep, that's, it's a demon inside of the doll or it's a child spirit, you know? So like in the, that, uh, oh, okay. in, in the, no, go ahead, Nick, go ahead. No, sorry. I was going to say, I kind of, I kind of like, I like how you brought up, like, do they just believe and no, well, the, the wife immediately is like, okay, this is a demon. And like the husband is like the super opposite to where he's really, really annoying in the movie. I absolutely cannot stand the husband he's like i'm a doctor you just gotta trust me you're just pregnant that's all this is uh and then she's like no no for real i just saw this doll like run across the room she, this this little spirit came and like attacked me and he's just like oh, babe I, I, do you know how many hours i work a day do you know how many hours i work a day and is it's this like, the husband of like the, the yeah, owners the of the, the doll main, yeah uh, okay. I, think it's, I think it's john it's uh mia and john and john is just He's my least favorite. And then I think eventually 
he he comes around to believing it, but he's still like, I'm a doctor. I got to go into work. Uh, so I'm not going to be around in the movie for very much. So he's never in the movie. And it's just Mia, you know, kind of sussing it out herself, going to the, you know, making day trips back to, because they, they went from Santa Monica all the way to, where did I put it? Up to the hills, baby. No, they went um, inland a little bit more. Damn it. It was like, in California? Uh, yes, it was in California. It was like yeah. placenta, <laughs> placenta, California. No, they go to Pasadena. Yeah, from Pasadena. Santa Monica okay. to Pasadena. Santa so, Monica to Pasadena, close. ugh. So yeah, and the, know, so right? she's driving. She's driving back to go see the father uh, of the church. They were like uh, uh, Wait, attending and stuff. And um, and yeah, he's like, "I'll I'll help her and I'll take her." And I don't know. It it gets convoluted because like half the cast believes it and half the other cast doesn't. Then there's like, then there's that one character, the mysterious. This happened to me when I was your age character, and I was like. <sighs> these movies always got to have, I think even, uh, what's, uh, even, even hereditary had that one character who turned out to be, uh, the oh, yeah, secondary, the yeah, the secondary antagonist, but still yeah. she's like, this, this is, this is what happened to my grandson. I can't stand those characters anymore. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I would love to have like, even, uh, what was it? Friday the 13th. They're like, uh, no, uh, nightmare on Elm street. They're like, this happened to, uh, this happened to you when you were a child and we were there to witness it. It's like, <clears throat> But so, you're still crazy. Of, yeah, yeah. We had another one of those characters. I was like, damn. So uh, um I definitely I definitely think there's a fair dose of skepticism in the movie. Um mm-hmm. and that's good. Because really, if somebody tells you they got a fucking haunted doll, yeah. You should be skeptical. I don't care how much you believe about the occult or demons, you should be skeptical of that claim. I mean always. It, in in occult um like knowledge and you know, in that field, is it common for inanimate objects to be possessed? You know, not that I know of. Is possession even something that is common at all, whether it's a human or an animal or an inanimate object, like in general? Well, do, animals are animate; uh, they're not inanimate. But... Oh, I meant. Well, I said no. no I, I said human, animal, or inanimate objects. Oh, so <laughs> possession, generally speaking, Excuse is. Me. It, assuming it's a real phenomena, it's usually humans. Okay. Um, I do not think truly, and I could be wrong on this, so any occultist listening to this, get with me. Um, leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then let us know in the comments where we're wrong. Um, <laughs> with that said, <laughs> that's smooth, wasn't it? Um, with that said, um, I don't think that inanimate objects can be possessed. I think that there's... I think kind of like whatever you possess has to have a soul. You know what I mean? Like it has mm-hmm. to, there's mm-hmm. things that have to be met. Um, and whether Annabelle the doll is actually possessed yeah. Yeah. is really heavily debatable from that movie. Like it's, mm-hmm. there's, cause there's only one part, right? There's only one part where the doll actually even moves in front of you. Yeah. Uh, and you see it move. And that was because it was actually lifted by a demon. You see the demon. He looks yeah. like Brendan Urie in the, Fucking uh, yeah. De- Emperor's new Emperor's new clothes music yeah, video. Absolutely, just more creepy. And uh, oh my god, I love that song. Welcome to my anyway. Uh, so anyway, but he's <laughs> and you see. So the doll lifts up in the air, and you don't see him, and then it pans back, and you see him, and he's there. 
So the doll never really directly moves like Chucky would. Mm. And so whether the doll is possessed or whether this spirit is anchored to it is just two completely different lines of debate. Um, I think that the movie did almost no research on the occult. Mm. Um, Oh, I think it just, it's like what I said earlier. It's just like, blah, 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 Baphomet, blah, 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 demons, blah, 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 sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Like, and I, I hate, I hate Papa cult. I can't stand it. (laughs) Do you think like the movie is, is making a statement about the, um, about the just curious nature of the, like the, I guess indecisive nature of the situation. Like, is it kind of making a statement? It's like, well, you know, we don't, we're not really sure if the, if the doll is even legit possessed or not, you know, we do. Is it trying to Mm -hmm. make, is it making a point to make that like obvious or is it just, that's how the movie was just very vague. And because that's how the movie was. I think there was no real conflict in the movie. And so non-believers had to be conflict. Because, I mean, honestly, for most of the movie, Annabelle's just... So I, I have this belief, right? I have a belief mm. if ghosts exist, if ghosts are real, and I do kind of think that ghosts probably are. Um, If ghosts are real, I, I have this idea that ghosts do not do jump scares to people in real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? They? Like, they don't, like, just show up behind you in the shower while you're washing your hair. I just don't think that's true. Hey, if there's any ghosts listening, do not do that to me as a prank. I'm just saying <laughs> I will shit myself and die right there, Okay. But I'm just saying that, like, I don't think that's really how it works. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I I don't know, guys. Like, I was not impressed with the movie. As a horror movie, I thought mm-hmm. it stood okay. It wasn't very scary. Yeah. As, as an occult anything or reference to anything, even though the doll, which, by the way, they heavily modified the doll. The original looks like is a raggedy animal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Regular it, one looks innocent and cute. This one looks, oh, yeah. it looks creepy from the beginning. Oh, yeah. He gives it to her, and you're just like, who would want this in their house? I'm like, <laughs> thank you so much. The set is complete. I was like, ah, damn. I think I, I wrote down, like, when did dolls become creepy? Because I don't think, is it like mass hysteria, like with clowns? Because everywhere else in the entire world, like, Japan has that one clown character because they find clowns cute, and they're fine Um, in that arms, the arms game. But here in America, we're like, oh, shit, we're scared because, the, you know, it was mass hysteria back in 2016, the first time uh, Noah and I met, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> where people were just, like, hanging I outside. Um, so I don't know, like, if dolls just became, like, automatically creepy around the 2010s um, because, you know, grandmas still carry out their porcelain dolls, but then all of a sudden, like, you know, us 20-year-olds 20, 20 and younger like super scared of dolls i don't know um i think i do think that uh chucky does a better uh you know visual of an actual haunted possessed doll Mm. um i'm surprised i didn't watch it i i've seen uh dead meat james talk about it on um kill count and i was like man this is a better horror movie for dolls minus the the reboot 2019 one where it was just a rogue robot um but i don't know about voodoo i don't know how much like actual voodoo that is either so um to to answer your question about like when dolls became creepy um from what i've gathered just doing like my limited research it it can point back to like pretty much three things one of them being Mm -hmm. the annabelle story but another one is this doll called robert 
which was allegedly haunted and um it was like found in in uh florida somewhere it was like owned by a painter or something like that but like he i forgot but basically it just it was supernatural moved or whatever but then another one another probably big much bigger reason is a twilight zone episode about talkie tina a oh. uh a possessed doll pretty much um i think it was i think it was a was this a ventriloquist doll. doll one? Uh, I don't think it's a ventriloquist doll, but uh, it's just like about a sentient doll. It's just an episode. Oh, I have the there is one about page uh, pulled up. There is Maybe. one about a ventriloquist doll, and that one's creepy as hell. It aired in it aired <laughs> in nineteen sixty three. Everybody 1963. knows about Slappy. Okay, neither yeah, yeah. dummy. Okay, come on, man. That, that's that's goosebumps though. That was like <laughs> that was thirty years after this. <laughs> But yeah, this aired in 1963, and then the story of Animal didn't come out until the late 60s. So mm. it just like I think dolls kind of became creepy in the mid 60s because someone was like, "Hey, you know, let's make spooky stories about dolls." Dolls um, are always creepy. Hmm. Yeah, here's why. Hear me out. When are dolls I have not creepy? I have oh, yeah. a premise. So let's uh, let's let's do let's do uh, okay. You have. I'm just saying. Doll. So, let's do correlations between a doll and a dead person. Okay. okay. Oh boy. They're both porcelain skin, assuming mm-hmm. that the dead person's white, right? So they're both porcelain skin. Mm-hmm. They both never blink. Mm-hmm. They both have frozen expressions on their face. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just saying, like dolls are dead people. I mean, it's also like an uncanny, uncanny valley thing, which like it resembles it a human, but like it's that not was a human. Almost, <laughs> that was almost a segue. <laughs> I dude, I was I was about to. I was about to. Uh, so let's ru- let's actually rewind that. Did I, I ruin your the, segue? You didn't. You didn't. You did perfect. You're doing exactly what you should be doing. So with that said, <laughs> dolls are dead people, and dead people, dead are, people dolls, are dolls, and that's what our homie Anatoly Moskvin would say if he wasn't in a mental asylum right now, and he would agree with me. But you know why Anatoly Moskvin actually went to a mental asylum? He didn't go because he dug up dead bodies. He went because he had never been to a team event. Oh, my God. (laughs) Wait, I was genuinely like. (laughs) His job never did a team event, and he cracked Mm -hmm. and did all the stuff we're going to talk about in a second, including digging up the corpses of little girls. Yep. Okay? Okay. So if you don't want to dig up corpses of little girls because you hear them talking to you and get sent to a mental asylum for crimes against humanity, then you're going to need to go to funteamevents.com slash podcast. They're a wonderful sponsor. And, uh, and, you know, book a team event. Book an event for your family. Book an event for all the dead little girls that you got hanging out in your room <laughs> mummified. That's what Anatoly did. He celebrated their birthday. Okay? Be like Anatoly. Book an event for them. All right? So go once again to funteamevents.com slash podcast. Tell them that Pope sent you. Tell them that Noah sent you. Tell them that Nick sent you. And then after that, uh, we can assure you that you probably will not have uh, much temptation to dig up dead people. Now, <laughs> with that said, now, I cannot guarantee that Macabre Masters does not guarantee that you won't <laughs> want to dig up dead people. Okay, so just I'm just saying I can't do that. Um, but probably, most likely, hopefully. All right? You can so uh, a lot of you guys might not know what I'm talking about. So mm-hmm. that ad that I just did would be a lot funnier if I would have done this first, but I wanted to kind of try to be neat about it. So 
Um, Anatoly Moskvin is a guy from Russia. Mm -hmm. In case you can't figure out by his name. And so the deal with this guy is that he's kind of, he's known as the Russian doll guy. And the reason is because he, um, he, he is mentally ill and is mentally ill. He's still alive mm -hmm. and he is in a mental asylum. And what he went there for, uh, in case you didn't catch it earlier in the podcast, is that he, so he, it's, it's hard to explain. He mm -hmm. heard the voices of dead children through their graves through the ground and yeah. they were they were sad about dying so early and so what Moskvin did was he exhumed them and uh he took them to his apartment he had an apartment that his parents i think uh visited every once in a while and he um dressed them up and he mummified them right so he covered them in bandages and stuff like that and the idea was that he was working on a way to bring them back to life. Now, mm -hmm. I should clarify very early in talking about this, and when I pitched this idea to the guys, I clarified it as well. Moskvin was not a sexual... Um, no. yeah. He wasn't a necrophiliac. He did not sexually abuse these girls. In fact... Uh, I don't remember... Huh? I mean, this is just according to the Wikipedia, but in fact, he, he claims to yeah. be a virgin. He took a, he took a vow of celibacy. I, I got my... Um... I got mine, uh, my research came from Nexpo, and it might be older, but mine sounds totally different uh, from what you're saying so far. I don't know, like, where Nexpo got his info, because this is where I heard it back in 2019, and then uh, I watched it again just to refresh. Um, well, what so do you say? Be... Like, get, give me the alternate version. So, like I just said, this is credit to Nexpo, um, talking about, he talked back in April of 5th of 2019. Um, also this is the thing I wanted to say, I wrote, I'd start it next to this and people need to stop putting themselves <laughs> in thumbnails of the videos. I don't want to see your face. I'm sorry. I keep saying it. And I, I love, you know, I love Bailey Sarian, but when I looked up Anatoly Moskvin, Anatoly Moskvin, I absolutely, if I saw a girl on the screen, I, we're not recording video, but if I saw a girl on the screen going like, Huh? I, w I was like, immediately, I'm not watching it because it's just going to be some girl talking about it, sitting there on her crisscross applesauce talking about Anatoly Moskvin. <laughs> so, but, uh, sorry, that's just my rant. I got to get that out of every single episode, I swear. But apparently he was quite an ordinary man, but he got an obsession with the afterlife. Uh, he was born in Nizhny, uh, Nuagrad Ausblatt, uh, oblast obviously in russia he's socially awkward but very intelligent i think he was a linguist who's um um when he was he knew he knew 13 languages um Damn. so it's a lot of languages uh apparently allegedly according to nexpo what he read was that he was actually raped in the third grade and that's kind of like I've been seeing a lot of that lately, and that's something that we could talk about later. I don't know, like, I, I see Pope's face, but um, it was allegedly. Um, but apparently, back in 1979, he was 13, and a group of men in black suits were on their way to an 11-year-old girl, uh, Natasha Petrov's um, funeral, and they took him with her, took him, took him to her coffin and forced him to kiss her. And the mother of Natasha put a ring on him and her daughter and said that they were now 
uh, married. And then Anatoly claimed to have dreams and she would try and share knowledge of her magic. And she asked him to come to her village where the ritual was performed, the weird kissing thing. Uh, he refused. And so eventually um, he asked her to stop. And in order for this, he had to perform some black magic on his classmates for him to leave him alone forever. It worked according to him. Uh, eventually he went to the University of Moscow. Um, and then I think now this might be, it, it goes into Lucif Lucif Luciferianism and the left-hand path. He started uh, studying the left-hand path. I didn't look into that yet. And he started practicing on animals, but then he took a vow of celibacy. Um, then he and a historian went to discover and record local history. And this is kind of where he got, um, access was, he was with a historian and he started to look into these graves. Um, he was eventually caught accordingly at a Muslim graveyard after an anti-Muslim terror attack and arrested for vandalizing a Muslim grave. That's where it was like, he was found in the Muslim grave or, uh, Muslim graveyard, um, right after an attack. So they thought it was like, well, this guy's crazy. Um, following this, uh, the police went to his living quarters and apparently his parents lived there according to Nexpo. So I don't know where he got his information. If you're saying that the parents were only there every once in a while, but they kind of like live there and they thought the smell was just, you know, he's just a smelly guy and the neighbors thought that it was just backed up sewage. But that's when he had the 29 life-size dolls in quotes but they were all actually the remains of girls from 3 to 12. And he kept Oof. track of their birthdays to celebrate them. Um, apparently, he just did it out of loneliness. He just wanted to watch cartoons with them. Parents thought the life-size dolls were just a hobby that he had. And neighbors thought that the smell was sewage, like I just said. Uh, he kept one of them for nine years. Charged heavily. Uh, got diagnosed with schizophrenia. Um, but then, apparently, at the first place he went to, which was State um state run he or country run or whatever he was forced 15 pills a day and was beaten by the guards and then um a lady steps into the picture violetta uh volkova she wanted to get into a private psych ward hmm. um and then it goes uh his video ends with this mom uh doing an interview uh, of olga one of the girls that was in moskvin's home and she had been visiting an empty grave uh, of her daughter who was murdered at the age of 10. So it's, it was, uh, she said it was like losing her daughter twice. Oh my God. So um, that's just where Nexwell got his. And then I wrote it down because I, I thought, you know, that sounds pretty legit to me. I usually take my advice from uh rainbow Nexpo, Nightmind, all of thems. He's um, that's a lot different from what I heard. Um, uh -oh. But I, I'm not, I'm not contradicting it. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't there, and so I don't know all the details. What's most fascinating about the story to me is I, I really I find the stuff about like the left hand path and black magic. I do know that he wanted to resurrect them, um, and so the reason he like he covered their faces and and bandages and wraps and stuff, and the reason was because when they woke up, he didn't want them to be horrified by their appearance, right? Um, and so, uh, really the fascinating thing about this is actually that as Nick just explained, Moskvin was not an idiot by mm -hmm. any stretch of the imagination. He yeah, also, like while a very intelligent sick, man. 
Yeah, while sick, he was not sick in the way a lot of people would automatically jump to the conclusion of in a situation like this. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that there is a thread of really, really, really good intention through it. Yeah. And so um, what I heard was that he he uh, heard the voices of them and they called out for, you know, life and they called out. And so he was essentially, he exhumed them, took them, took care of them, thought of them as his daughters, celebrated their birthday, like you mentioned, and remember their birthday, watched cartoons with them and stuff like that. And that all happened. And that like his intention was eventually to to resurrect these uh these young girls who unfortunately passed away uh young. And so the thread is the thread like if you can get past how mentally just wrecked you have to be in order to do something like that, like think about it. Like most of us don't even wanna see a dead body in general. You know what I mean? Like just like in general, if you like you know, even open casket funerals bother me. You know what I mean? So yeah. the idea of exhuming somebody that's already dead and they're already decaying and all that stuff's going on and taking them anywhere, like to me, that's deeply, deeply unsettling. But he was he was trying to do good in his own really sick, weird way. Yeah. And that to me is interesting. Like it's it's fundamentally interesting because there's two sides to it, right? There's Moskvin who believed that he was doing a service, helping these young girls, but then there's also the parents. And mm. as we saw with the parent of Olga, um, they had to realize that their, you know, their young child was mm. essentially a museum display in somebody's apartment, you know. And I mean, as you know, I can't imagine. I can't imagine how insanely painful and how insanely sickening it would be to be the parent of one of those people. Yeah. Like, it's you know, like, it's just, yeah. It's like when, when people are dead, they're just dead that, you know, nothing happens to them ideally, you know, but like, it's just, you, we, you don't even, you don't even have much of a concept of like, Oh, you know, like, when you're dead, you just go to a burial site or something, you know, something like something happens to your body, but it just stays there and nothing happens to it. It just decomposes. But like, it's, it's such a, like a crazy concept to wrap your mind around. Oh no, someone stole the body and is actually uh, displaying it in their house. Mummified, but you know, it's in their house. Like that's crazy. It's insane. But like, yeah, I think what's interesting about this guy is like, it it seems like schizophrenia. I mean, I th- mm-hmm. that's what he was. That's what it it says he um, suffered from. And like, it's just it's 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 crazy how like. Obviously, this is not indicative of and of every person with schizophrenia. A lot of schizophrenia is just like, you know, it's not doesn't drive you to do crazy shit. It's just you know, mm-hmm. it's auditory hallucinations for the most part. But like, it's insane how how his 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 like his mental instability and his interests kind of lined up and i don't know if the mental instability kind of made those interests like kicked off those interests in him like about to learn about the occult and to learn about like what happens after death and stuff or if like his 
uh, interests were there before that. And then the mental instability mm. just kind of made him, you know, hear these, these girls saying this stuff. Like it, I don't know that, that just, that's something that kind of stands out to me about this situation. But um, yeah, I can't even imagine what the, the, the families of these, of these girls must've been feeling mm. like that's, it's, it's very upsetting, you know? So that brings up an amazing point, Noah. Amazing point, which is predisposition. Mm. Okay. So basically the idea, and I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, right? Which was, um, it, chances are, if you were raised in a very strictly religious household, you believe that possession is a thing that can actually happen. And there's a chance that you could believe that you actually got possessed and act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, the things like the occult are dangerous for this reason, because if you get, and this is coming from somebody who's very interested in it and thinks it's very interesting. I think there's a good chance that the occult holds most answers for life that we're looking for. However, there is a dangerous side to it. And that is, uh, setting yourself up to be predisposed, predisposed to believe a lot of things that maybe aren't necessarily true. And it's just as harmful as if you're deeply religious and think you're possessed. So if you, for example, believe that there are ghosts and that there are spirits and that they can communicate with humans and that they especially can communicate with humans or they can communicate in a way that is legible to us, especially in cases of tragedy, if you believe all of those things, which to me are not hard to believe, Mm -hmm. then there's every chance in the universe with right the right nudge you could believe that you actually heard the voices of children yeah who were who died early now here's the thing to consider though what if he actually did hear their voices mm. and i don't mean a schizophrenic way mm-hmm. i mean what if there are spirits and they can speak to humans especially in the case of tragedies mm-hmm. and he did Hear them, and he was just uniquely a person who could uniquely hear them. And what he did was actually a service, mm. right? I mean, it's almost like a spoiler alert for um, I forget what the name of the movie is now, but the Bruce Willis movie with uh, Haley Joel Osment. It's kind of like that, you know, like the kid can see dead oh, people Sixth and Six Sense, Sense yeah. yeah, the kid sees dead people and he like helps them out. You know, he's like, well, he's scared of them, but then the then the dead guy who's he's working with who doesn't realize that he's dead, spoiler alert. Uh uh, you know, he's like he's helping them out. He helps the girl out. He even helps the the guy out who the Bruce Willis character, you know, he kind of has him come to terms with his own death. And it's like, you know, it it I, I suppose like in, in that scenario, whether I don't know how realistic of a of a story that is, um, but like, I mean, if if you were if you were really communicating with the deceased and they have um, unfinished business, I suppose, or they have things that they want to want you to help them do. I mean, like why not help them? You know, it's like you, you kind of have to because you're one of the only people who they can communicate with, you know, but um, it seems like it'd probably be better though to like, you know, like, like, like imagine like you hear, like you walk by a graveyard and you hear somebody, from beyond, you know, they're, mm. they're underneath the dirt and you hear them. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I highly doubt they're going to be like, yo, dig up my body and keep it. Uh, you know? Yeah, that's they're a good point. Yeah. House. They're probably yeah. going to be like, yo, 
listen, can you please tell my mom that yeah. I love her and I miss her and <laughs> I'm waiting for her. And yeah. not in a creepy way. I'm waiting for her in a happy way because we'll be together when her time comes. Yeah. They're probably not like, hey, dig me out. That's, yeah, that's, that's a yeah. that's a great point. <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, mean like, I, I mean, if you died, I would. Uh, I, if I died, I wouldn't want someone to dig me up and sit me at a tea table. You know, it's like that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, you know, like corpses are not pretty. Like you know, like nah. give it, give it a, give it a few months, and you're like all bloated and fucked up and gray, and it's all fucked up, and you're just like your nails are still growing, and I don't know. You I'm look- starting to think like. Maybe it'd be kind of nice if someone posted me up next to a TV. You know what I'm saying? You know when they're doing uh, put on some, you know, Game of Th- Game of Thrones. <laughs> you're like, you're <laughs> like, yes, Game story. of Thrones, and then you're like, oh no, it's season eight. Ah! <laughs> I'm so- I just send me to again. hell, God. Please send me to hell. Put me back. Oh, just bury me again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be sitting there like they'd be sitting there like, oh, okay, I'm gonna post you up. You want to watch this? I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would love to. Uh, you gonna do some let's plays? Yeah, sure, sure. What are you gonna play? You gonna play Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, three five eight over two plus max pro four seven eight nine. Nice. And they're like, okay, you wanna watch some TV? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game of Thrones. Ooh, which season? <laughs> season eight. eight. The final episode. <laughs> <laughs> Daenerys, why? Um. Bro, yeah. That's see, that's 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 that's, that's, that's how. Raven. <laughs> I'm Red pretty Raven sure would have died of a blood clot a long time ago. <laughs> see, that's what they that's what they need to do. See, okay, so here's the thing. No, obviously, when I said that spirit thing earlier, it was rhetorical. Um, there's no way of knowing whether that's true or not. I highly doubt yeah. it, though. I, I, you know, I it think if there seems are like he was a they, very disturbed gentleman. Yeah, I, and I mean that's and that's a... that just makes sense. But I do want to say one thing on this kind of note, and this is very simple. Uh, I think that people who do very bad things like murderers mm. and rapists and things of that nature. I think that we probably in their coffin when they die, we should install a TV and it should have <laughs> season eight, the last episode of game of oh Thrones my gosh. on, on loop. repeat. Just on repeat. All right. Just in case, just in case. Yeah. Okay. And then also we should put in some really, really terrible music, like some Toby Keith. Okay. I'm, Ooh. I'm just f- saying, okay. Some imagine like, dragons. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> some imagine motherfucking dragons. All right. Some some matchbox excuse me. No, Matchbox twenty is great. I mean three doors uh, down. Okay. Three so three do- doors Ooh, down. Kryptonite. Uh <laughs> Kryptonite on repeat. Yeah. Um I really don't oh, God, I hate that song. Um <laughs> That is terrible. God, they're so bad. Three doors down, like listen, you want to talk about the real fucking horror? <laughs> it's three doors down, dog. Like, I thought it was Godsmack. <laughs> Godsmack's up there too, okay? Like, but they're not nearly as terrible. At least uh, the guitarist is competent. Um, I'm here without you, baby. Shut the fuck up! Like, God, I hate Three Doors Down. If if Three Doors Down listens to this, I want you to know that you ruined my life. Um, I was gonna be super in shape. I was gonna look like John Cena, and then I heard your song and decided that I didn't want to live anymore, and now I'm a slob. Um. <laughs> Thanks, three doors down. <laughs> I don't have the chin to look like John Cena. I'm kidding. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, like, obviously we're taking the, the subject a little humorously, but the truth is is that it's a very dark subject, but it's also, mm. like, it's just, like, to explore the mind of somebody in that scenario who would actually do something. Because 
I think there's something like, I think that like there's a lot of crimes that are very easily, they're very easy to explain. Like why somebody rapes somebody is a pretty simple thing to understand. Um, mm. Why somebody thinks that's a good idea or that they sh have the right to do it is another issue entirely. But the f sheer physical, like mental idea of it makes, you know, it at least is something that's kind of rational in its own way. Um, but the or murdering somebody a lot of times murder is crime of passion like we get it like you walked mm -hmm. in and something crazy was going on and you kill somebody that makes sense mm -hmm. you know what i mean even stuff like racism and homophobia and stuff as much as i hate them and detest them mm -hmm. there is a sick twisted logic behind it yeah. but when you take something like moskvin it's really hard to find the logic yeah yeah it's a lot of like jumping to i mean like you know, he heard the voices, you know, he, he they told him to do this. It's like, OK, sure, bud. You know, like not many people would yeah. would jump to that. You know, it's a lot of like conclusions to jump to in order to get to the end result of digging up corpses and holding them in your house. And I, that's the thing is that like it's like you do. You really have to like take these logical leaps because mm -hmm. nobody in their right mind like, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know if it's, like, genetic or programmed into our DNA, but we do not like other dead humans. Like, that's no. just something mm -hmm. that bothers us on a yeah. fundamental level. Mm -hmm. And, like, so to, like, completely bypass that is just, like, it's such a weird mental place. And yeah. I, I got to be curious what it's like to be in his head. Like, what is, what it's like to exist as this person who, you know, like I said, like there was a weird kind of honor to what he was doing, mm -hmm. but I mean, there's, you know, like if you want to help, if you want to like help children, you know, like donate to like some <laughs> orphanages or something. Yeah, that's like, what I was about to say. Donate to some children's hospitals or something, please. Yeah, like St. Jude's or some shit. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Like uh, the 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 ones that are dead, it's unfortunate, and mm -hmm. I've. I've been unlucky enough to have uh, people in my life die very young mm -hmm. and it's very painful and it hurts mm -hmm. people for life and it just, it ruins their life. But I mean, when you're gone, you're gone. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like let it be, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So Moskvin, if you happen to hear this, uh, in the mental asylum, I don't know if they let you listen to awesome podcasts. I think um, he's on parole, isn't he? Or he's got, he's got a chance to get out. Does he? Uh, I, think, I thought he did in 2015. I think they, I was reading an article about it in actually at the end of this past year. In he got out? This, no, he, he tried to get, um, he tried to get free, like get released from prison in order to marry his girlfriend, which apparently he has. Oh, I didn't know reason. that. Part. Yeah. Uh, this was just a couple of weeks ago, uh, on the 30th of December. Not to date they ourselves, but him? yeah, but they denied it, yeah, which makes sense. Um, Can you imagine being this guy's girlfriend? <laughs> Look, I just want to say, if I was Moskvin's girlfriend, yeah. I would be scared to death of dying. Okay, yeah, my, I'm gonna be taxidermied in the living room, watching fucking NCIS. Okay, like I, no thanks, I'm cool on that. Um. Weird. I did not know. I did not know. Yeah, that's He's definitely famous. that's yeah. definitely disturbing. I, I hope that their relationship is has nothing to do with his weird, insane uh, 
interests and past. Um, I think. I, I mean, he's he's been he's been, uh, like locked up for nine years. Mm. Yeah. So I don't know what his sentence is, uh, but like how long his sentence lasts. But I mean, nine years is a. It's not an insignificant amount of time to be imprisoned, you know, or not imprisoned, but you know, in, you know, in a mental institution. I mean, so you got to wonder though. I mean, what in, in Russia? What is the sentence that you get for, you know, desecrating a grave? You know what I yeah. mean? Like, what was he charged I, with? Let's see. That's uh, a great question because I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't have keep human dolls of little girls in your apartment as <laughs> a crime on the books. Grave desecration, you know? it seems, is is the main thing. Uh, let's see here. He was charged for desecration of graves and dead bodies charge, which carried up to five years in prison. Um, he was accused of defacing the grave of Muslims, which was considered a hate crime, but the charge was dropped. So it seems like it's just desecration of graves and dead bodies. Cause I guess desecrating dead bodies is unfortunately a criminal act that has to be that has to exist not that it's unfortunate that it exists but it's unfortunate that we have to make something like that because yeah Yeah. because people do shit like that you know they do but they do it's actually really interesting like uh if you look into the law when it comes to dead bodies uh dead bodies actually have a lot of rights yeah um Mm -hmm. in some cases more rights than the living um (laughs) it's very interesting how we approach it and the Mm -hmm. reason is just it goes back historically uh we you know obviously are spiritual beings and uh, dead are dead people. Uh, there's a sacredness that mm-hmm. we apply to people who've passed on. Yeah. And I think and that's, even like, uh, I was going to just say, even as like Americans, we don't even have as much respect for the dead as other countries. Like I know in, um, in China and Japan and um, mainly China, like a lot of like um, Chinese people have just immense respect for the dead. You know, it's, it's crazy. Like, I, this is not super related, but um, when they built uh, the Disneyland in China or China, is it China? The Disneyland in Hong Kong. I think it's Hong Kong. Uh, they didn't make a haunted mansion because it was good. Just going to be way too offensive to the, the, the folks in Hong Kong. So they built this mystic manner. So it's all like paranormal and that's paranormal, but it's like it's supernatural. It's not, it's not dead bodies. It's not haunted. So, well, China a, also a is a country that area. engages in ancestor worship. That's so, true. Yeah, I, I mean that makes perfect sense for that mm-hmm. kind of society. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm. but I don't know, man. I I think that like, I I think that like anybody who's listened to this, like you should go look up the story, look into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we obviously didn't go into the most intense amount of detail on this, and like judge for yourself because I don't know if I think Moskvin should be locked up for life. Mm. You know, mm. um, I think that like. I think maybe 10, 15 years is is plenty for what he did. The more important question is if he got re- rehabilitated. So yeah, you know, yeah, that would be my main yeah. concern. Is that like that's if are they gonna uh, like that's what I was is gonna he gonna say, have a restraining actually. order against him where he can't go within like fifty feet of a graveyard? You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna bring that back to um, our previous talks of uh, serial killers back in the day. I think. Anatoly uh, Moskvin is actually very lucky that he did what he did when he did, because as we talked about with Ed Gein and uh, Charles Manson, you know, that happened before mental illness was widely studied and widely Mm. accepted. Um, And then furthermore, accepted among men. Um, Mm. I think that he got, well, 
uh, if that if he actually did get put in the private uh, psych ward, I think that he got the help he actually does deserve. And because um, you know, I you know, I think we've talked about it before. I think everyone does have a chance to rehabilitate, no matter who they are or what they did, uh, within reason, of course. I think we talked about where does the line, you know, when do we stop making excuses and go, okay, this person was just actually legitimately bad you just can't blame it on mm-hmm. uh you know mental illness or anything like that um so i think like i was saying i do think that anatoly is lucky that he did what he did when he did it i know that sounds yeah. really weird this is the this is the anatoly uh Moscovian apologist podcast <laughs> well i i, I think mean, it's 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 super easy it's really easy guys in a situation like this to be like he's fucking sick lock him up Throw away the key, be done with it. And I don't. I just do not, under any circumstances, believe it's that simple. No, I, I almost anybody. Yeah. I, I would agree too. I mean, like, it, think of it this way: if he didn't suffer from this mental illness, do you think he would be exhuming bodies from the grave and putting them in his house? No, no, he wouldn't. He probably would just be really interested in life after death. And he would have gotten his fucking PhD in like, you know, postmortem studies or something shit. Like, I don't know, like. Yeah. Like if he wasn't mentally, you know, in state, like unstable, like he, I don't, I doubt he would have done this because, you know, it's not one of those things that makes sense as a rational person with who, who, you know, doesn't deal with much, you know, mental instability to do, you know, guys. Oh my God. I just realized, you know what? I just realized something. What's up? Uh Oh, uh Oh, he was an occultist. He, he, he displayed dead things in his in his apartment mm-hmm. and i study the occult and mm-hmm. i also display dead things in my apartment behind me are dolls of dinosaurs <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> i got all sorts of fucking dinosaurs bro I, i'm just saying no i did not exhume those dinosaurs but they were made from petroleum which is made from fossil fuels which is made from dead dinosaurs <laughs> And therefore, <laughs> Noah pulled up his phone and said 911. And so, therefore, my dolls are dead dinosaurs that are in the shape of dinosaurs. And I also care about the occult. Moskvin part two. The oh, I'm Moskvin 2.5 then because I'm starting to get into it because of you. And I got all these squishmallows everywhere because of my wife. <laughs> I'm just saying, the squishmallow, I'm just saying, okay, like, we're all, we're all Moskvin. Except Unfortunately, for Noah, I do, I, there is a story. Okay, so plastic um, is made of like dead. It's is made of dead dinosaurs, right? Isn't that exactly like, that's petroleum? what I said? It's petroleum. I got so Legos in here. I do. I do have a story <laughs> about one of these. It's not displayed right now because it was. Uh, it's gonna date it, but it, is, it it was a Thanksgiving one, so it's a turkey squishmallow, right? Okay, this was exhumed from someone's front porch. So this is why I'm in it. you. 2.5 cuz I'm not fully into the occult. <laughs> so are people studying. who okay. are people who um who practice uh no this is just going to be a bad joke. I was just going to say are people oh. who put like fucking deer head and like you know their fucking, their big game oh, they're, kills. They're Anatoly. No, but this one My grandpa's this... a mad Anatoly man. <laughs> so this one squishmallow was exhumed from someone's front porch. <laughs> There's this homeless guy that comes into uh, the place that I work, and sometimes he just hands me random stuff, right? Okay. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I was looking, and I, I saw it. I saw it sitting there, and 
it was sitting in someone's box, someone's front porch for four hours. And I was like, well, they don't want it. So he took it <laughs> and brought it to me. Uh, so, yeah. I, nice. <laughs> so he exhumed this <laughs> this Squishmallow from its Amazon grave or wherever it was going to be in his box. <laughs> and then brought it to me and then I took it home. <laughs> so instead of hearing it scream out the, about the injustice of his death, he heard it squeaking. Uh, it's a toy. You know, just heard squeaking. Now, I will say that uh, in defense of my grandpa and other people that display dead animals, those oh, are different. taxidermied. Yeah. Um, those are taxidermied. Yeah. So uh, that's a little different. The guts and yes. stuff are removed and all that good. Yeah. Um, Which is so why I was, I was hesitant forever. about making that joke because I was like, it's not the same thing at all. No, I, I want to say I would never joke. in a million years display a dead animal in in my house. I don't no, hunt. Um, you guys can all think I'm a wimp if you want. I don't like that stuff. I'm not into it. Um, and one of the reasons actually is because when I was a kid, I used to stay at my grandma's house all the time. And I love my grandma. I love my grandpa. They're excellent humans. Love them to death. They're wonderful. But I would stay there and like I fall asleep on the couch and I'd wake up and there'd be these room, uh, this room of dead animals just staring at me. And it's just like, I'm sorry, that's fucking creepy, dog. Like, that thing used to be alive. Like, <laughs> it used to, like, have a, like, heartbeat. You know what I mean? Like, I can't do it. So Speaking of, of grandparents and having, displaying things in the in houses, my grandma, well, I'm my grandpa, but, like, my, my grandparents at their, my, one of the rooms in their house is filled with porcelain dolls. My grandmother mm. loves collecting porcelain it dolls. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. it's spooky. It's it spooky. unsettling. <laughs> and like, she would give some to my sisters. I, you know, she would give like porcelain dolls. She'd like buy them and give them to my sisters as kids. And f- for a little bit, they were like, yeah, that's cool. But then after a while, they're like, no, uh, uh-uh, this is weird. And so like, whenever we go into like my grandma's house, we have like, we just like throw our, like the girls will like throw their purses and stuff in there. And it's just like, they're always like, like get out of here. It's actually weird, man. My, I my slept grandma in had a room. She, she had a room in her house. A uh, different grandma. My great grandma, mm. actually. She's she's passed mm. away. She's gone. But mm. um, she had a room in her house that was actually really freaky. And I remember from when I was a kid, it was um it was kind of like a side room. And it like had a bunch of windows. So there was a lot of sunlight streaming in. But everything in the room was blue. It had like blue carpet and like blue couches. And there were dolls in there too. Seems like a and very grandma thing to do. It was very eerily quiet always in that room. It was mm. just a weird room. And I don't even weird get vibes. why it was there. But um mm. later on my aunt got the house and she kind of just tore up the floor in there and you know did something else with it. But and what would have been creepy is like you like you just you find you go to the house and something in the room just isn't there and you're like they're like, What room? Uh, what are you talking about? There was never a room there. And I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, all right, so guys, uh so that is that is uh we've we discussed dolls, we discussed doll makers, we discussed uh Annabelle, we discussed rooms that may or may not exist. <laughs> I, in fact I'm pretty sure there was a Raggedy Ann doll in that room. I'm just saying. Might have been <laughs> Annabelle. Never know. Um but here's the thing. Um we have gone over our allotted time. So just a little bit, ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for listening. Time flies when you're having fun. See, that was my redo. (laughs) Anyway, uh, guys, uh, thank you for hanging out. Thanks everybody for hanging out. Make sure to stop by Apple podcasts 
and give us a five-star review. Make sure to stop by our YouTube. We're dropping videos on there every once in a while. Go check them out. Uh, before we get out of here, you guys have any shout-outs or anything that you want to bring to the attention of our wonderful, lovely audience? Um, I will be streaming more often, uh, typically weeknights, um, just because... I have this thing that I'm doing. It's kind of hard to explain. It's for a video that I'm going to be make that I'm going to end up making. But I will be streaming a couple games um, that are kind of spooky and paranormal in, in nature. But yeah, that's about it. Uh, Twitch.tv/slash Noah C Fisher. Oh gee, I'm streaming too, but I've been streaming uh, Halo Infinite honestly. So oh, nice. Uh, I think what's my name on there? Original Nick something one three three seven. I forget. I'm I don't. The only I, one who doesn't stream, man. Like what's up nah. with this? I stream for making videos later on down the line, and I, I I tend to be for an adult audience. I'm pretty dry, so you know, maybe don't watch, <laughs> don't watch me if you want to hear every twenty minutes. Oh damn, I forgot I was on stream. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, at Beetle Milk, actually, we're uh, there's so much going on that I can't even get into it, but I will just say that we're reopening on February first. Nice. So I'm really excited. We're coming back with some community provided designs. We we started reward points and we now have an affiliate program. So we're coming back hard and guys, just so you know, you notice the shirt I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is spooky. This is a shirt I made called bad habit. All right. Cause it's Ooh. a nun and it's got drugs. <laughs> She's got drugs. Um, so I actually made part two and that's dropping in March and I'm super stoked cause I'm a lot better artist now. Um, so a lot to be excited about on my end. Um, beyond that, Guys, uh, I had a wonderful time talking, um, Mm -hmm. and I hope everybody had a wonderful time listening. We encourage you to go research these topics more for yourself, no matter what we're talking about. Um, There's a lot more information out there, and, of course, our our beliefs on it and our ideas might not be yours, Mm -hmm. and we would love to have that back and forth and Mm -hmm. hear you talk about it. We are in no Um, way experts of any of these topics that we have discussed today. (laughs) Don't take our word for it. You might have been screaming. You might have been screaming at your phone or whatever when I was talking about the occult. Like that is not how it fucking works, Pope. <laughs> I, it's always possible. I don't know. I don't claim to be like some kind of like omniscient person. With that said, everybody have a beautiful, absolutely wonderful day, night, whatever time it is, and we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Later. Leave. Get, guys, <laughs> it's over. Go. Get out. Get the Scram. fuck out of here. What are you doing? Listen to something else. Yeah. Go listen to like, go listen to, what's another good podcast? Penn Sunday School. Go listen to Penn Sunday School. Or, no, what's another one? Oh, uh, uh, oh my God, what's it called? It's so good. What's it fucking, it's an occult one. Uh, it's like a cult of personality or something. Go listen to that. Go read the entirety of the Bible, but backwards. Yeah, that, that too. Read Revelations. It's very interesting. Um, Occult Confessions is what I was thinking. Go listen to Occult Confessions. Okay, so and tell them, tell them Pope sent you and tell them to come on our podcast because they're like ultra, ultra huge and I would love to talk to them. So, all right, bye. I'm out. Peace. <laughs>